With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You You dropped the bomb on me, oh baby. You dropped the bomb on me. Yes. Welcome back to There's Woo! Always Next Year, gentlemen. Celebrate. Hello. Hello. I am your host, Brian Bassett, and I am joined by, as you've already heard, Josh Conrad. You can find on Twitter at Josh underscore Conrad. Uh, plays bass in the Gap Band. And Travis Milton, who you can find on Twitter at Dash 37 Board 27, who you can find uh, wait, I already said it. You can already find him on Twitter. Just you just <laughs> found him. You just found him. I'm so excited and elated. I've never been this excited about a Jets outcome of a football game in probably probably since the Cowboys game of last year, and then probably not for another couple of years before that. So, gentlemen, uh, Josh, talk to me. How are you feeling about this Jets wow. uh, clutching defeat from the jaws of victory last night on Monday Night Football? I truly believe that they were going to find a way to have the worst win in franchise history last night, <laughs> figuring out, Oh my gosh, how are they going to like, of course they would win this game and the Jags get in the driver's seat for, for the number one pick. But man, like we couldn't have done it without Bill Belichick and that squad just really want to shout them out their defense for that pick late in the game, the game winning drive for the field goal at the end, just really clutch performance. Guys, I'm feeling things. <laughs> Travis, talk to me about whether or not you, like me or not, think that Bill Belichick was actively working the margins of that game to try and lose to the Jets before Absolutely. maybe. Absolutely. Okay. Like you, you and I both brought it up in the in the podcast like last week, <laughs> week like just promising some shit before yeah. anyone else was talking about it. I would like to add, um, absolutely. Yes. But at, at the same time, I got to say, like, we are finally the best at something. And we are head and shoulders above and beyond everyone mm-hmm. in the NFL at losing. We are fucking awesome at it. That's right. That's right. And so, I mean, I think there's so much to talk about and so much to unpack from this game. So we're excited to do that special Wednesday edition of There's Always Next Year on the Play Like a Jet Network. You heard Drop the Bomb on Me by the Gap Band at the beginning. 
which I reserved when I was at the Jets blog, only only was posted during Jets victories, but which in this untethered 2020, ridiculous, everything is upside down year, I was legit nervous that the Jets were going to win this game. I mean, Joe Flacco's out there throwing dimes into the you know corners of the end zone. Players are dragging their feet into the into the end zone. Just like, where did this team come from out of nowhere? And right, you know, it was Belichick actively working against him, but it was nerve wracking. It was a nerve wracking experience. The Jets go up ten points. Patriots battle back. Jets go up again seven before before the Patriots score the final ten points to to win the game at the whistle, uh, triple zeros. But there's a couple things that we have to call out. Josh, what was your this week in Adam Gates moment? If I have to narrow it to one, there was a moment just as the third quarter was coming to an end, right before the the second touchdown to uh, to Perryman, where I don't know if I just got a shot of the sideline as our favorite Patton Oswalt impersonator, Doe Loggins, was, was gesturing wildly to the offense and Adam Gates was just next to him. I'm going to have to find this screenshot because he was like catatonic. Like he was just looking as if like, are we winning a game? Like, is this what this is going to, and then figuring out like the genius offensive mind he is, how to limit his team to get three yards in the fourth quarter to lose it. Just a tremendous job out of, out of Adam, Adam Cornelius Gates to make sure that, the Jets roll on and, and stay 0-9 on the season. But there was this one moment where everyone seems to be doing something except for Adam Gates. Right, except for Adam Gates. They're staring, staring into the ground like, is this really happening? Like, uh, I don't know what to do with myself. It was fantastic. I will find uh, a screenshot and I will, I will share it. Please put it on Twitter, yes. Is this middle name say? really Cor- Cornelius? Is oh, that real? I wish. I'm <laughs> <a good enough>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said Cordelius, which would be even better if his middle Cor- name was Cornelius. Cornelia. Yeah. If his middle name was Cornelius, <laughs> we would have been calling him Don Cornelius by now. On this <laughs> what was your moment, Travis? What was the, the single shining bright beacon of this week in Adam Gates for, for you? I don't know that I have one. Like, I mean, to be honest, completely honest, like he doesn't even exist to me anymore. Now that, that, uh, <laughs> that Doel is taking over play calling. I, I I don't you you're just you see he's kind, he's kind of like he's, he's kind of like the, he's kind of like the male nipple. I mean, he's there but he's not serving any purpose. <laughs> I mean, he's just Adam there to be made fun of and just just make things a little weird. Well, that's the name of the show, Adam Gates male nipple. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it gets through. But that that sounds like the name of the show if I've ever heard one. Um I have to say, now you guys left me a softball. It's got to be for me the 12 men on the field situation where the Patriots are driving, they're down, they need a touchdown. They ended up not even getting the touchdown. They got the three points, which was making me insane. I was like, go for it, come on. They're on fourth down. They're going to kick the field goal. 12 men on the field. So play never happens. Five-yard penalty. Team gets the first down. They get another set of four downs at a a touchdown, you know, to to kind of, you know, bring, bring bring the game that much closer. And, uh, and so that was quite impressive for me. That was a great moment of like, just thank you for these little gifts, Adam Gates. Just thank you. Either you don't care to your point, Josh, he's just kind of staring vacantly into the abyss or, or he's just, you know, we're not, we're not seeing him, but yeah, these little things, these details that just go unnoticed, 
doing the kiss, like the kiss your hands thing. Just thank you so much, Adam Gates. Cause those are, yeah. those are the things that we need. If, if we're going to see this thing through properly and in the season with one or zero, heaven forbid, like heaven help me, like zero wins the season. Like that's the only way we're going to get there. I, I do have a question though. Like is Adam Gase just in a situation where he is like, he just knows that he's hammering checks because he's going to get the value of his contract. And so he's not, he's kind of a figurehead until the end of the season because he knows if he kind of ruffles any feathers too much, he's just going to, you know, they're, they're going to find a way to punish him for it in terms of whatever his compensation when they kick him out the door. Like, do you just feel like he's in this situation where he's trying to just limit the amount of damage he can make one way or another? I don't think it can be overstated the amount of damage Adam Gase could bring. But I do think at this point, especially today, like going into the rest of this week into a bye week and then the rest of the schedule, which is pretty daunting. If you are Adam Gase and you, you know, you're still a relatively young guy. I imagine he wants to stay in football. He wants to be, you know, a, maybe a quarterback's coach again somewhere else or an offensive coordinator if someone's crazy enough to give him that job. But if that's your hope, like, yeah, you're going to just kind of keep your head down, do the Adam Gase things of, you know, five word answers to every question and just kind of play out, play out the rest of the string. The, the tricky thing for him is that like, as now, I mean, last night, the first time this season, we've had all of the, all of the, the Joe Douglas 2020 NFL draft picks on the field together, or at least active on the roster together. There's excitement on that sideline. I don't think it was mm-hmm. just Patriot week. Yes. Monday night football brings its own excitement. But there's obviously like a lot of optimism and excitement when you have guys like Ashton Davis and you have Denzel Mims and you have, McKe- you know, Beckton before his injury and P. Ryan active. And so you have Bryce Hall. You have all these guys that are pumped to get finally on the field together, this, you know, resetting or rebuilding that they wanted to be a part of, obviously were brought in to be a part of. And then you have the, the anchor um, around their feet of Adam Gates. And so, you know, if, if I'm him, I think you ramp, you just have to lean into some of the excitement, even if you don't win games, you know, treat it like we're having fun and we're going to be competitive. Last night was the blueprint for the rest of the season. I would love to see a competitive team play their young guys, um, put them in spots to have to figure out if they're developing and and see what you got, Um, but compete. And last night felt like a breath of fresh air. So yeah, if I'm Adam Gase, you know, you have to lean into this and figure out how to be a part of the excitement for sure. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt real quick. Thanks for listening to There's Always Next Year. Just want to remind you that if you wanted to get a great deal on some action at my bookie, we've got a great promo code for you. When you head over there right now, use the promo code OVERTIME. And when you do, you'll get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. So if you put in 200 they'll match you 100 You put in 1000 they match you 500 That's the max. It's a great deal. It's basically found money for you if you're going to gamble anyway. You've got a full slate of games in the NFL on Sunday. Saturday, we've got a full slate of games in college football. We've got UFC, boxing, all kinds of stuff going on right now. So get in on the action over at MyBookie and make your sports viewing experience a profit session. Use the promo code OVERTIME and you'll get your deposit match halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks with my bookie. All right, sorry about that, Brian. The floor is yours, my man. Travis, we know you are a massive Bryce Hall fan. So yeah, talk about what you saw from him on the field last night, some of the the ups or downs and kind of what your reaction were to seeing him play. I mean, last night, to to Josh's point, I feel like was the best case scenario for all of us in the the Jets camp that we have entrenched ourselves in, which is the tank but be competitive you know as, right. as Josh said kind of camp and Bryce looked good from what I can see I haven't watched any of the the film today any of the you know the, the full stuff uh, but he looked pretty solid he was he, he was good he, he was running tight coverages and I, I really I really need to look at the film because I, I, I wasn't sure if he wasn't being targeted a lot because mm-hmm. he was playing really good coverage or because bless Austin just transformed into a pile of crap on the field yeah. that was not doing anything. He, it's like he turned into uh, Desir only worse, um, <laughs> which was That's amazing. Like, I, I got to give him yeah. props to that. So I, I wasn't sure if, you know, because typically, you know, you, you've got a rookie on the field. You're going to pick at that guy immediately as a quarterback. But he he saw virtually no targets, had two tackles, had had one really dumb penalty that was, wasn't accepted, uh, that, that holding call. But outside of that, I thought that he looked pretty solid on the field. I thought that, you know, the coverage calls from Greg Williams were a little interesting, uh, but very Greg Williams. Safety's playing, you know, 45 to 80 yards back. Right, yeah, yeah. Which, which on, uh, you That's know, that, that last play before the field goal, when Myers went, went across the middle, the crossing route caught the pass. You know, mm. I was trying to figure out if uh, did Bryce, you know, did he mess up the coverage? Uh, it looked like to me he, he had a pass off to Ashton Davis, but Ashton Davis was playing, you know, halfway to Hoboken. So I'm not sure what happened there, but uh, 
I thought he played good. I was stoked to see him on the field, uh, and I was stoked to see, uh, you know, on that that twelve men on the field penalty. Even that, you know, I got to hear Jabari Zuniga's name. Um, yeah. I didn't even know if he was in the building, but uh, because he was that twelfth man, I know he was out there. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, right? So bless you talk about bless Austin. You know, he certainly had a much better year in twenty nineteen. You just go to like PFF and look up the grades quickly. You know, overall, his 2019 grade was 71.4. I, I can't remember exactly how PFF does it, but I think they do it on a 100-point scale. But, you know, you fast forward to 2020, and he's at 51. Like, his grade is around 51. So so I, I've been thinking about that a lot, and I'm curious, Josh, do you think – his play is being impacted by the absence of Jamal Adams is, is what bless Austin's able to do. Uh, you know, he doesn't have the, the suppressing fire of Jamal Adams in the sec in the secondary as well, or it's just unrelated, untethered. Uh, how do you, how do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, they definitely have to be related. Um, I don't think you drop 20 points in a PFF grade just by, you know, by happenstance or a new, you know, it's, it's not as if a brand new scheme arrives. It's not as if he was being right. asked to play out of position. He's, he's, he's doing the things he was doing last year without the, yeah, the hammer kind of, kind of sitting behind him as, as his deep coverage. And so, yeah, I mean, that has to be a big attributing factor. I mean, the hope here, I guess, is, you know, Ashton Davis continues to grow into the Jim Leonard type mm -hmm. player that he looks like, like this, you know, very physical safety that can maybe do some of the things that Jamal um, had been doing very well, which, by the way, Jamal also not having a great season. Thank you for those draft picks, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So, you know, I have hope for Austin. Um, and maybe maybe this is more indicative that last year was a little bit of an outlier as well. But, you know, with a young secondary with, with some guys developing around him going into the next year, hopefully, you know, another year with Quinnen developing, another year hopefully C.J. Mosley's back, you know, getting some of those pieces back and active on the roster is going to mean better pass rush that maybe – makes him look like a better corner again. But if he's average at best with a better defense around him, maybe that's just who he is as a player. See, I think it's a combination between Jamal Adams being gone, but predominantly Desir being so erratic and terrible. I think, you know, going even back to last year, we've, we've talked about Bless Austin, and we always talked about him being a solid number two. He's essentially being asked to be a number one. Number one, And yeah. with Desir playing so just erratic and, and terrible at some point. Austin's getting tested a lot more than he was last year. And I think he's still playing within that range, but at the same time, he's being asked to cover much better quality receivers than he was last year. And yeah. it goes back to, again, safety help, but also this year just being so terrible. <laughs> right. It's just, he's dragging everybody down with him, right? Yes. And, and you see that so often in football, you know, you, you do have this high level of interconnectedness between things, between players, between performances. Um, you can't, uh, maybe in other sports like baseball and things like that, you can disconnect individual performance from the overall, you know, impact that it has. Uh, maybe even basketball a little bit more, you know, maybe basketball is kind of a middle ground between football and, and baseball. But in football, like, yeah, that level of interconnectedness really matters. And having players that help other players slot into more natural positions, I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, that, that's a huge part of it, right? And so I think just to kind of flip it over, I do want to talk more about the rookies in a second. 
but just to flip it over to just as an example, right, the wide receivers. Like, so we saw some pretty good wide receiver play last night. We saw Denzel Mims, you know, taking a lot of snaps as kind of a traditional X receiver, you know, made some great contested catches, certainly, you know, missed that, you know, missed an opportunity way downfield, but it was a, it was a, a tough ball into kind of double coverage and, you know, not well placed for where he was. So I'm not really going to put that, lay that at, at Denzel Mims feet, the, the late game interception, but, you know, played well, had some good catches, you know, had turned up field, looked great. And then, you know, you have Jamison Crowder, who's, you know, naturally plays slot well and certain, and like, you know, you're not going to get, you don't need 10 catches a game out of your slot receiver, but, you know, pl- played well in his parts, but then that then allows Rashad Perriman, the stretch kind of flanker receiver to get really deep against this team. And then, right, Bill Belichick is just kind of saying, hey, I'm going to take away these other pieces. I'm going to let Rashad Perriman, a erratic player at best, beat me. And, you know, that's almost what happened there last night between Joe Flacco and Rashad Perriman. Now they have history from their time in, in the Ravens. But, but right, that, that's to the point of like when you put people in their proper places, you get competent performance. And so we saw that last night. So I don't know, did you have reactions when you saw that? Do you feel like the Jets, you know, when you saw the way they played last night, oh, we need to go out and get Jamar Chase, you know, or, you know, does that slow your role on what you need to invest into the, uh, you know, wide receivers in, in 2021? Harriman brought in to kind of play the Robbie role. And so be the, be the, the guy that stretches the field, gets behind the defense. Obviously he did that last night very well. That, that's about as, as good of a game as you can hope for from a guy like Rashad Perriman. And so some of that's Flacco. I mean, they had some time together in Baltimore, and I think they overlapped in Baltimore at least. Um, oh, yeah. Yep. And so you, have, you have to imagine that, like, some of that is familiarity, but then some of that is also design. When you have an X receiver that can draw, you know, good, good attention from the defense, it means you're going to be able to lift that lid a little bit. And so some of it's just pragmatic in that having, having the right pieces on the field even at an adequate level playing their roles means that you're going to have relative success in the NFL. I mean, this I know is shocking news for us Jets fans <laughs> that when you put competent players in the right position, sometimes good things happen and points are scored. I mean, this is, this is how every other team plays. And so I know it's a foreign concept to us. In some it ways. is, it um, is. But yeah. When you basically, when you basically raise your touchdown performance by almost 50% in a single game. Yeah. It's right. a little foreign to us confusing yeah yeah exactly and so you know to me the 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 exciting thing it it was definitely Mims getting on the field seeing all those targets from Flacco I mean we can talk about Flacco Darnold in a minute as well if we want but Mm -hmm. from the wideout perspective there is something to be said for you know if if Crowder's there I don't really also know I've been trying to figure out what is exactly going on with Chris Herndon but you know having having some pass catchers in position with even an adequate game plan being called from a not great offensive coordinator under a non-offensive genius like Adam Gase is still resulting in 27 points. It's not like the players on the field were trying to give up those points. Belichick's going to work those margins a little bit to skew them in his team's favor to tank the game, but the players are still playing hard. Um, And at the very least, competent NFL players against competent NFL players. And so I was encouraged just by seeing Mims on the field doing what an ex-receiver should be doing man did that did that really get me excited for uh for next year in the in the uh the next couple of seasons here yeah you mentioned flacco darnold wrote something like this on twitter last night that it's it's hard to keep making excuse for sam 
when you watch, you know, a guy who's on the, the back nine of his career, let's be honest, come in and just have a laser show against Bill Belichick. And I get it, a very depleted team, but nevertheless, Travis, what do you think when you, when you watch last night's game, when you watch the offensive competency and outburst of, of touchdowns, did it change your perspective at all on Sam Darnold and Sam Darnold versus uh, Trevor Lawrence and, you know, any of that, or is it like, no, this is on, it's an unfair advantage or unfair comparison because we're talking about a guy who had a, his full complement of receivers. Yes. I, th- I think that that was an unfair thing. Like I, I, we, we've seen Flacco without everybody else. And, and we, we know that, that what happened last night is what, not what the story has been uh, the other two games that he's played. I'm still leaning in uh, my thought process towards not going Trevor Lawrence, that I would prefer them trade that away and get more picks and still try to see what Darnold is. I think the thing that that's that's the most quixotic for me is is the only one of the only rookies that we haven't seen is James Morgan. Like we haven't even yeah. seen him as a backup. Um, he's been inactive every single game right. this year. Is that is, is that Gase? Like what what's going on there? We we're zero and nine. We should be at least seeing what this guy is, and maybe putting Flacco back into a point where he's more of just a mentor it, at least in my opinion because you know we, we drafted this guy Fourth I round. Still think it yeah. was a reach I mean for him yeah. so I mean there was there was at least something there in Douglas's mind so what what the hell's going on there that's that's the the question mark that came into my head watching this game of okay you know we've got the full receivers we know what they can do and when they're all on the field together they're going to make everybody on the offense better and last night was indicative of that and I think the same thing would happen with Darnold if he's on the field with all three of them, uh, I still agree. Like what the hell's going on with Chris Herndon? Did he gaslight us? Like what the hell? I, I don't even think he got a target, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that I really think that that's more indicative of, of what could happen if there's talent around Darnold. And I, I look forward to seeing that a little further down, you know, once he gets off of, off of the injury, how that'll go. And I think it, I think it'll go very similar to what Flacco had, you know, who knows. My fear last night, one, one Kevin Clark, and then a friend of mine who saw me quote tweet Kevin Clark. Kevin Clark tweeted, the most Jets thing would be to start rebuilding around Joe Flacco for next year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, look at what we have here. We should build around this guy. Obviously, not really going to happen. But I don't know. I, I, I feel like what we're seeing, especially after last night, you know, if you're Joe Douglas, seeing Sam play often on the season, injuries, whatever, not having a full team around him, all the reasons there, he wasn't Joe Douglas's guy. And I know that that's a real thing in the NFL, that, that GMs want to put their stamp mm-hmm. on, on their team with their, you know, in, in other organizations with their head coach and their starting quarterback. And so I'm getting the sense that they're going to move on from Darnold. Starting this, it's, it's leaking out some places, you know, maybe it's just conjecture, who knows, but, you know, could, could he be had for a second rounder and a fifth rounder? think if you're Joe Douglas and you get that offer from Pittsburgh, you get that offer from Tampa, you get that offer from, geez, name any, you know, Las Vegas, if Derek Carr isn't their long-term answer, I think you have to pull the trigger at some point this offseason and take the second and the fifth if you can get it. But I personally, I side with Travis on this. I still feel like there's something with Darnold um, that's not been seen that's going to just be like a kick in the teeth if he's, you know, a very good quarterback somewhere else. It's always going to feel like, oh, like we could have taken this organization in a different path and gotten 
two first rounders for the first rounder this year or something. And, you know, maybe still even end up with a guy like Justin field. If one of the other teams wanted to trade up to get Lawrence. And so, man, like it's, it's going to be, it's not hopeless from the perspective that they have options. So you have Darnold possibly have Trevor Lawrence, or you possibly fall to the top three and still get a guy like Justin Fields. Like I'm not so heartbroken about it. I think in a year where maybe there wasn't going to be a top quarterback, it might be a little bit more concerning that Joe Flacco is doing things with this offense that Sam Darnold was not able to do. But again, I, I can't hold that against Darnold either. I want the best for him. I want the best for the franchise. My sense is Joe Douglas is probably going to move on from him this offseason. So my son is now 10 and he... Elliot's really, 10? Yeah, isn't it insane? Holy shit, I'm old. <laughs> so we we talk a lot about football he likes watching football with me and talking about teams he's a he's a little bit of a bandwagon fan he's a kansas city's fan right now we'll see how long that lasts but uh whoever wins the super bowl he might become a, a fan of that team but i i i see some durability with uh with the kansas city chiefs which is ironic uh gets to that another day but but so we were talking about patrick mahomes and we're talking about that that draft class and I mean, and like, here's some things that happened. All right. So Patrick Mahomes was, was drafted 10th, the 10th to, to the Kansas city chiefs. John Ross was drafted before him. Mike Williams of Los Angeles Chargers fame was drafted before him. Corey Davis uh, was drafted before him. So uh, Mitchell Trubisky was drafted before him eight, eight picks ahead of Patrick Mahomes. And so anyway, so he was set and, and Jamal Adams, right. It was the number six pick that year. And so we yep. were talking about yep. we were talking about Patrick Mahomes, and he's like, I can't believe the Jets didn't draft Patrick Mahomes. Like that is ridiculous. I don't understand that. And you know, he only understands, you know, he can only really look through the lens of time right now. And that's a whole other thing. But but I said, you know what, Elliot? Even if the Jets drafted Patrick Mahomes, guess what? Yeah. And he, he's just like, What? Josh, what do you think he I told him? That he would have sucked. Right. Exactly. I said they yep. would have ruined him. Do you know why? And he was like, no, why? He's like, I'm like, because they ruin everything. <laughs> and he just <laughs> laughed so hard. He laughed so hard. And I was, I was like, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. And so like, that's, that's my point with Sam Darnold, right? Is we're in a situation of our own making. And so whatever he is or could be, whether it's with the Patriots or the Bears or wherever, I don't care. I wish him well. I just, I'm afraid it's just not going to happen. Even if you, I mean, I, I don't know. Like that, that's the problem with quarterbacks is like they have, you look at Drew Brees, you look at Tom Brady, you look at some of these players, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, you know, these, these players are playing long careers these days. And so it's like, you're going to give up now when most quarterbacks really only hit their stride when they kind of hit their mid to late 20s you know kind of approaching 30 that's when they're at their best so so there is a degree of yes to the point of like giving up too early and that and that is a bummer at the same time right like are you going to risk that and then are you going to be the the team that you know didn't take trevor lawrence or, or whatever but right it's like if, okay if you're gonna if i think as we've all agreed lawrence or no the ultimate thing here is put yourself in a position to make, to have multiple outs here, right? One is that you could take Trevor Lawrence. One is you trade that pick uh, and you get a lot more picks that, right. If you're going to go with Sam Darnold, you, you can right put more supporting resources around him. And we've seen a, a GM who seems to be more, you know, efficient with his, with his draft picks. And yeah, we talked about the rookies earlier and right. I think we're seeing the right things from Ashton Davis. We're seeing, 
good things, you know, just in a couple games from, from Mims, uh, you know, the, the punter man has, has been playing well. Um, Makai Becton, when he's on the field has been great, but I guess that's a question that I have, like are alarm bells starting to go off for you, Travis around Makai Becton and his ability to stay healthy, or are they just kind of repeatedly shutting him down because it's, (laughs) <laughs> this is an 0-9 team, and why are we going to put someone into long-term harm? And, and maybe there's a, you know, it's a conditioning thing for him because it's, it was a weird year. I, the reason I ask this is because I think about Debrickishaw Ferguson and like, that dude never missed a snap, right? And not I a single one. Right, and Mekhi Becton is UVA, not baby. the same. Yeah, UVA, there you go. Mekhi Becton is not the same, you know, physique and whatever as as Ferguson was but that's who he's going to be compared against. Right. Uh, and so, so I don't know, what are you thinking about Becton and the health thing at this point? I mean, you, you can't, I don't, I don't think any of us could point to, he's actually getting shut down. You know, you look at the way they've, they've treated Darnold this past year specifically, and you can see that they, that's not what they're doing. You know, Darnold, there's multiple times where Darnold should not have been on the field and multiple times where they were trying to put him on the field where he should not have been on the field. Um, I don't think that he's getting shut down for any kind of future kind of thing. I don't trust the conditioning uh, crew that Adam Gase has hired there and put together at, to save my life, the way that they have treated injuries this, this past year and even last year. So I don't think that's the case. I think that there is a little bit of, you know, uh, a issue with durability on there. Uh, and I think definitely stems from, his size and also like what he's been doing, everything has been kind of shifted onto him. You know, he's the one that's taking the double teams. He's the, he's the one that's doing all this. And, you know, part of that might be the, the weird shortened, no off, you know, no off season programming, no off season conditioning kind of, of thing that that's a component of what this year is. But part of that could just be, you know, he's a really big dude and he's, he's also the only highly talented person on that line. So he's taking on more than anybody else. I think it's more indicative of those things than anything. I think so too. I think there's a lot of extenuating circumstances. And one of the big things that you hear or I've heard from a lot of players is when you come out of a college program, you know, you're not now, I, I would say I think players are getting coached up more on what they need to do and the way, you know, what they eat and the way they condition and kind of on season, off season kind of stuff. Even so, this has been a weird year and and I, I'm going to attribute some of these injuries to the fact that it's not been a normal conditioning program. We've got a coach who does not value that sort of a conditioning work as much as maybe other coaches would or, or will. And then, right, he's going to get a full conditioning off season coming up this, uh, this winter. And so, right. I'm like, I'm, I certainly see this and it's certainly disappointing. Um, but when he's out there, he's great. So now can we just get him to a place where he's going to be more durable and also the team's going to be more competitive. And so, right. Like I, I think if this team was, you know, six and three or something, there is a degree to which you would prop, he would probably be pushing himself a little bit more and they wouldn't be, you know, shutting him down in the middle of the game. Not to say that it's not a serious thing. I don't think it's been announced what the actual injury was yet, but that's the sort of thing when a team is winning or on the track for the playoffs, the players try to work through it a little bit more uh, because they want to be contributing. Speaking of contributing, uh, there was an interesting report. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, the Daily News, New York Daily News, 
Manish Mehta wrote an article last night, kind of at the right as the game ended. Title articles, Jets lose the Patriots, fourth quarter choke keeps uh, gangrene in position for Trevor Lawrence. You know, it's it's honestly like, you know, like most of Meta's work, it's like it's an excellently written article. Like he's a he's a good writer. But then there's kind of in the middle of the article, there's this interesting point about, you know, Gase and different things happening. And so we talked about that, that um, Flacco interception. And he writes this. Gase was hoping to deliver a parting gift to those who mocked him for his repeated failures. And in a bizarre way, he did just that. Uh, the New York uh, Daily News learned that Gase not Dwell Gaines, dialed up Flacco's deep heave into double coverage with just under six minutes left that was picked off by J.C. Jackson and set the stage for Dan Green's choke job. So of the whatever it was, four plays in the second half or whatever, whatever it was, one of those plays was, was an interception. And then they did a three and out, uh, and that was basically it for them. Um, I guess it was the fourth quarter. So my question is, like, that is completely unsubstantiated. No one, I, I watched the press conferences. No one admitted to this. Joe Flacco stood up there and, you know, was a stand-up guy and was not pointing fingers in his press conference. So this is one of these weird situations where you it's you can't prove or disprove that this actually happened unless someone steps forward and says something. But it's also just indicative of the kind of writing <laughs> that Manish does and just throwing stuff in there and, uh, you know, letting the world burn. But I guess my question to you, Josh, is would you be surprised if Adam Gates was the one who called that play? Or because like they were talking on the broadcast, I'm sure as you as you watch, like they were talking extensively on the broadcast about how Adam Gase you know, was, you know, trying to, you know, they've been talking about this for a couple of years and he wanted to give up the play, play calling. And, you know, and I don't know if you heard this part, but this is the greatest part. He says, uh, the, the Steve Levy says, um, Adam Gase wanted Legains to take on play calling and Legains didn't want to do it and he made him do it anyway, right? And just this idea that like, you know, he's like, you don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby, right? Like, it's just like... <laughs> I couldn't not think that as I was hearing that, but do you think Gase really called that play? Does it even matter? I don't know. It, it doesn't ultimately matter, right? I mean, it's, it's an interception. Flacco seemingly talked through that play and, and how it was designed and the read he saw or whatever. I love to pin everything on Adam Gase possible. Yeah. And so if there were illegal mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania, if there are <laughs> wildfires in California, if there's a federal debt deficit that needs to be blamed adam gase was the reason the restaurant wasn't busy last week yes yeah absolutely and so i you know who cares yeah yeah adam gase called it adam gase is the one that took dwell lagaines's headset off of his tiny little head and put it on himself (laughs) called the play into flacco said i don't even pre-read throw it down the middle of the field as far as you can. um, And we're going to get an interception and get out of here with a loss. So the weird thing though, is just, you know, we don't have to go get all the way into it, but this Jets team is a dumpster fire already. I don't need Manish going, Hey, look, there's a rat behind there and we don't know what it's doing. Like if it's substantiated, then let's talk about it. But if it's not, there's plenty of other things to talk about with this team. I don't know why one play Manish felt like, Hey, we got to throw this in. And who knows even what he means by dialed up. It could be that Adam Gates designed the play seven years ago and they, they decided to right. break it out last night and it didn't turn out well. So who cares? But, yes, let's blame Adam. 
What I'm you- not defending Adam Gase in any way, shape, or form. I never will. I will never, ever um, defend the, the, the existence of a male nipple. <laughs> <laughs> My thing, and, and maybe I was more cognizant of this when I was in New York, and I think we, you know, all of us have ties to New York, and mm. none of us are there now. But I, I think I was more cognizant of this then. And Manish Mehta is to be essentially a tabloid sports writer. It's his yeah. job to come up with these things. You know, I, I give a lot of shit to him about these things. And I have to, like, reflect and go, oh, shit, that's right. The New York Post is essentially a tabloid paper. Daily News. Yeah, Daily News. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Daily News. Um, yeah. yeah. Josh, as we go out here, why don't you give us some hope? That's my job. You know, here on the East Coast uh, over the weekend – going now into this week it's been 70 degrees and up it's been sunny there's blue skies on sunday afternoon uh, my wife and i took our kids to a local beach and literally were in the water um in the at the end of the first week of november the jets are playing competitive football in which they're losing games which helps them they've got a young nucleus of players that um at key positions that look like maybe they're going to pan out Boys, nature is healing itself. We are in <laughs> the beginning stages of nature healing itself. Uh, I, I am encouraged by everything, almost everything we talked about today. If Adam Gates called that play, it's another thing that he should be fired for. Um, if Sam Darnold isn't our quarterback, but someone wants to give us multiple draft picks for him and we still end up at the top third or the top three picks of this upcoming draft, if we get a new head coach, if Woody Johnson comes back from, from England and seemingly either cleans house or at least takes over for uh, Ruprecht. 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 You want the genital cuff? We're going to be in good shape. So, boys, the sun is shining. The Jets are losing games. That helps them, but they're doing it in a competitive way. Enjoy it. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.